when, when life happens mm-hmm. for all of us, I don't have to call in and say, oh, I have to go get my kid or, oh my gosh, my husband's off today and we can go get lunch. But, you know, oh, too bad if I'm, you know, working for someone else, I wouldn't have that option. Please share, we can do better. I don't believe in the rigid nine to five, 40 hour work week. Life is short and people spend way too much of it working. You deserve more time to do the things that light you up so you can show up in the world as the best version of yourself. The Pretty Sure We Can Do Better podcast will explore all the ways you can create more freedom and flexibility in your life so you will feel less stressed and more empowered to make a difference in the world. The world needs you to be happier. The world needs you to feel more fulfilled. The world needs you to smile more, and I know we can get you there. Each week, we will hear from people who are doing this well. We will gain insights into how they are creating the life they've always wanted. I'm your host, Angie Cazares, and together, I'm pretty sure we can do better. Hey everyone, how are you doing? I just feel like I need to take a second and ask because COVID has been going on for months and months and there's really no clear end in sight. Like cases are just exploding. Um, in Indianapolis here, schools have shut back down. And so I will be e-learning again with my kindergarten student. And it just starts to feel really overwhelming at times. And I just want you to know that I'm here if you need somebody to talk to, to vent to, to reach out to. Definitely know that I am a resource for that. I understand. I get it. It's hard to stay positive and hold on to hope at times. So I know, especially with the holidays coming up, and that's probably going to look a little different for a lot of people than it has in years past, maybe just with your immediate family or, um, so yeah, just know that I'm here and on the topic of stress kind of leads perfectly into introducing our guest for this week, Melanie Albright, because she has created a business for herself and where she helps other people who are starting businesses and running businesses. She helps take stress off of their plate and helps in some of the behind the scenes tasks that need to get done that a lot of people don't have time to do when they're running their business, like coaches. Um, And so, yeah, it's a really cool story that she's going to share with you on how she realized she could combine all of her passions and, and create this online business. So she's also really generous and is going to share free resources that she uses and that you can use as you are just getting started with a project. So definitely check those out as well. I will link to them in the show notes, but yeah, here is Melanie. You're going to love her. Hey, Melanie, how are you? I am doing good. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited too. See, when I was very first, I don't know if you know this, but when I was just a newbie, 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 I mean, I'm still a new baby entrepreneur, but when I was very first starting, you really took the time to chat with me and encourage me and just kind of explain some things and like how I could think about things. And it was really, it was so nice and cool of you to do that. You didn't even know me. We had never met. Somebody was just like, you should talk to Melanie. And you were just so willing to hop on a call with me. I appreciate it so much. Oh, 
you're so welcome. <laughs> I That is my favorite thing is to talk with other entrepreneurs, um, other business owners, because there's so much we have in common, even though our businesses can be completely different. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I like to being able to pay it forward, especially to women business owners. But I mean, we like our guys too. Um, <laughs> yes. But yeah, just being able to kind of share, you know, as if, if you're a mom, um, which, you know, I am and I know you are. And so mm-hmm. that kind of commonality too, obviously personal affects the business and vice versa. So I always like to help where I can. So Yeah. Well, it's awesome. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you being here. But yeah, I want everybody to learn about you. So tell us about your business, what you do, and then we'll kind of back up and talk about how, how you got there. Sure. So my business is Bright Moments. And in essence, we help entrepreneurs, small business owners get back to doing what they love, the reason they started in the first place um, through admin and operations support. And so a large part of what we do is as a business owner kind of gets busy and has a little bit of success, um, it's hard to push all the buttons and do all the things because you're it, you know, you're responsible. Um, You're the marketing department and sales and um, accounting or, you know, or whatever. So um, we're kind of that next step so that people that can't afford to hire someone full time um, as an admin or, or some strategy support, um, we're kind of there for them. And so it's cost effective, but it's stuff that we love to do. And a lot of our clients, that's the number one thing that they said, if, if I, you know, if I could do anything else, I would do this before I was completely ready, you know? So like Mm -hmm. handing off delegating, um, so that I could just focus on, the thing that I do. And and a lot of our clients are business coaches, um, service industry and yeah, yeah, kind of helping them in that way. That's awesome. And so needed. Yeah. (laughs) As well. I mean, I want to ask you a question real quick, just before we back up, but when would you say is the moment that a lot of your clients say like how they wish they had invested in it sooner? Yeah. Do they ever talk about like what, what, how they knew they needed it or what held them back from initially investing in it? Yeah. So I feel like the, the point and, and then I'll kind of go into my story too, in terms of stuff, but, um, yeah, the, the point that I'm, I constantly hear is that I've been overwhelmed for X amount of months or even weeks. Sometimes, um, they've had some big projects land, they've had a successful launch of something, or um, they've just had so much time focused, which all of us as entrepreneurs, we always put our customer client first. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's so much else that has to go into your business in order to keep it running. And so they've, that's, that's the number one thing that comes up. I, uh, two months ago, I was, I've been so overwhelmed for two months Mm -hmm. uh, because this is happening or, um, you know, we had a couple clients that uh, had some funding of some sort or investors and they, they're at the point where they're like, okay, awesome. We have the capital, we have the money to, to move forward and we've really done well, but I can't manage everything. I cannot keep these plates spinning. Um, yeah. and that's, so 
if they had, and a lot of us do that, you know, we get into that situation because at the beginning, it is just us <laughs> most of the time doing the thing and, and running the business um, and it's manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you get some success and you're like, oh, but I don't have time to think about my bookkeeping or um, I don't have anywhere to store all these wonderful leads that I have now yeah. because my marketing was so great. Um, and that's kind of where I ended up too um, after I started growing my team because I started off by myself. Yeah. Um, and even as I started growing my team, realizing, oh, my team cannot, they don't just have to work on client projects. They can help me too and help me <laughs> have a little bit more of a balance, if you will, um, with client facing or, you know, in the, in the business and on the business. So, um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll back up and tell us about how you got started in all of this. Sure. Sure. So, um, I kind of, it's a long story, but I'll make it short. Um, my background in the corporate world, um, I, I have a marketing degree, um, and I also had an information systems minor, which at the time, I'm not going to say how old I am, but, (laughs) um, it's technology. And I did, instead of going more of the coding route, so I wasn't a computer programming person. Yeah. Um, I did more of the management side. So what does the system look like? How do you connect the dots? Um, What do you need to have a successful business? That sort of thing. So moving on, I had a couple um, jobs um, right after college where I was an office manager, kind of worked up the ranks to a project manager. Um, Really all that to say I was organizing and supporting other um, people in the company. And so through that, and I loved it. and then a series of twists and turns, um, I actually decided um, when our, we have three kids, when our youngest was a baby, um, the job I had at the time, which it, it was in hospitality, so which was a, a huge change from business, uh, my business background. Um, and I wasn't home that often. <laughs> so I saw my kids when they were sleeping a lot. Um, the hospitality old- is is brutal. (laughs) It It can be good money. um, And it was fun. It was very fun. um, But it wasn't realistic for me being a mom. And so what I did was I kind of um, took a took a step back and said, Okay, what can I do to be home with my kids? Um, And our oldest was uh, in early elementary at the time, and then had a baby. And so in my wonderful scheme of things, uh, a long time ago as a teenager, I was a be- I was a babysitter. I love kids. Mm. I was around kids a lot. And so I started my own daycare. And at the time it was one of those like, I'll just watch a few kids, whatever. But the entrepreneurship bug in me and the business background really, I, I treated it like any other regular business. Yeah. I was going to have a documentation, you know, for, um, you know, my kind of HR policies, if you will, um, to just having a routine, having structure. Um, and I really grew it. And so at the, at the height, (laughs) I would say of, of the home daycare, I had employees. I was able to provide, somewhat of a preschool type education, you know, for the, for the younger ones. And um, 
loved it, but it wasn't, it wasn't my passion. It wasn't as, as funny as it sounds. I wasn't as flexible to be home with my kids, which as we all know, it's not just being home, right? Right. Taxi service were the run to the doctor, the pharmacy, or, um, you know, getting the groceries, which everyone knows you don't get grocery, you know, you're not efficient getting groceries on a weekend where everybody else is getting groceries, you know, and obviously with hours of a daycare, which to be successful, you have to be open long time. It's hard to be able to do other things with your own kids. So I started researching Mm -hmm. and I found that being a, an online business manager slash virtual assistant at the time, would marry up being flexible, working for myself and having that marketing and business background that I was really craving and and wanting to do. All Um, your skills. Yeah. (laughs) So of course at the time I'm like, people do this. This is the, this sounds like fun to me, you know? Yeah. Um, And so I did a lot of research and that's kind of me in general before I committed to starting, but you know, as, as a lot of service businesses are and online businesses, there's low overhead. So there's low risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just kind of started from there and kept on going. And here we are three and a half years later. <laughs> well, good for you for, for recognizing, you know, you went away, you, you recognized first. It's like, I want to spend more time with my kids. And yeah, the thought was like, oh yeah, I'll do this daycare and I'll be with my kids more. But then again, you recognize like, okay, like this isn't the type of time I want to be spending with my kids and I'm getting, you know, burnt out. So good for you for being brave and just being like, okay, let me, I don't have to stick with this thing, (laughs) you know, especially if it was a success. I imagine that there may have been some, some thought of like, oh man, should I switch? Like this is going well. It's how did you make that shift? Once I make a decision, it's kind of like full force ahead. You know, I'm, I'm in it, but, but I did have those thoughts because I had done the daycare at that point for about four and a half years, no, five and a half years at that point. Um, and I always tell people, it's funny. I went back through my records and I'm like, oh, I technically did my daycare for six years because the last about nine months of it, I had started bright moments business. And so I did both simultaneously. And oh my gosh. Side, side note. To anyone listening who was a past or present client of either business, <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of bright moments, um, virtual assistance was done on the weekends and the evenings. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always yeah. very conscious of not working while the daycare kids were here um, because obviously just the liability of things, you know, I just wanted to make sure it was separate in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing against anyone that's doing, you know, both at the same time, whatever. Um, but I just... I wanted to try it out and I, I was having so much fun and I really thought this is where my skill set is shining. I, I'm really enjoying this and I could see in the future how once, once this was the only thing for my business as, as my business that, um, I could see the benefits completely outweighing, you know, the, I wouldn't say struggle, but just the, time and effort that it was taking, you know, doing both at the same time. So, yeah. And I, so I, I did have those thoughts of like, okay, this is a little bit of a risk, you know, it's different, but I was just so excited. And that, that theme of do what you love as your job. And it doesn't seem like a job. Yes. I mean, it is a job, but yeah, 
there's just so much more enjoyment from it that rather than something you feel like you have to do. A hundred percent. That's, I feel like everybody's goal in life when it comes to careers, <laughs> yeah. do something that you, that you love. And I love what you said about just researching other options and like what skills you had and what it might lead to, you know, yeah. I mean, so many people have skills that they learned from their previous jobs or employment that they just like never even thought of, Oh, maybe I could do my own thing. Like kind of utilizing a piece from he- this or a piece over here and just putting it together into your own yeah. own project. So, I mean, same with me with accountability, buddy. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I just like few years ago, never thought I would be doing my own thing and in, in a coaching sort of accountability sense. Yeah. But when I really started to ask myself, what skills do I have? What do I enjoy doing? What comes naturally to me? This is where I landed. So that's awesome. I mean, so would you say now that you, you have that sort of freedom and control of your, of your time that you were hoping for? I do. And, and as most people know, when you, when you start a business, even for the who knows how long, you know, for me, it was for the first year. I know my husband kept saying, you said that when you switched to this, you'd be (laughs) working less hours. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, because I'm, I'm working less hours with clients, you know, billable hours, if you will. But I was so excited about growing the business and, and again, researching, finding what software do I need and, and what do I still remember from, from corporate world and obviously technology changes every day. So what do I need to learn in order to be effective? And so for me, I was obviously putting in way more hours than I probably even needed at the time, but I was just so excited. And so, yeah, so it was a lot of time and effort. And again, I always point to, I have a friend, we, we totally are all about the Enneagram and I'm a two, which is the helper supporter um, with a three wing, which is kind of the same, a lot of long same line. My friend who's a nine cannot imagine ever owning her own business. Mm. She loves having the safety and security of working for someone else, clocking in, doing her thing. She's an occupational therapist, so it's very highly skilled. Um, She loves her job, but she leaves and she doesn't take it home with her, right? She doesn't have to really think about it that much until she goes back to work again. So for her, this is a nightmare. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what I'm doing, but for me, and, and I kind of joke, but it's probably true. I could, I could work way many more, more hours than I do. Yeah. Um, I really had to scale my, or restructure my own time. But what, what's really great about it is I'm able to take our neighbor's daughter to gymnastics at 4.30 PM every, you know, every couple of days. She's in a, a really cool program where her mom, who actually runs the daycare, that's another side story, is not able to get away. Her dad works traditional, you know, nine to five or whatever. I'm able to pick up my kids if they need to get picked up from school or, you know, we can make a day, you know, we can plan our day according to what they need or, you know, I'm here. And it's, and it's something that, you know, some parents don't have the option but for me, I'm so excited. I'm here when my kids get home from school, you know, every day. Yeah. I can structure my time that way. I can, I haven't been so great about it, but this year I can go to the gym in the morning and then start my day. And I'm not having to get up early. I'm not an early bird. Uh, and I can, 
I can do things <laughs> the way that it feels comfortable for me and I'm still effective. I'm still getting to do what I love and you know, there's still responsibility. So I don't, I don't get to take every Friday off yet, <laughs> but yeah, um, yet, yet <laughs> but there's when, when life happens mm-hmm. for all of us, I don't have to call in and say, Oh, I have to go get my kid or, Oh my gosh, my husband's off today and we can go get lunch. But you know, Oh, too bad. If I'm, you know, working for someone else, I wouldn't have that option. So yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot, a lot involved, <laughs> but I definitely have the flexibility. That's the great. Flip side, really, the flip side really quickly though, you might've experienced this too. Um, but because I work from home and have this business, um, some people rely on that <laughs> a little too much. So your <laughs> and, clients, uh, you mean? I get, I get phone calls, random yeah. phone calls. people just want to chat. Um, or, uh, I won't name names on that, <laughs> but, um, you know, just random things will pop up and people will come to me. Number one, I'm a helper. I like doing things. Yes, for the yes. But also they're like, Oh, she's home, you know? So, um, so there's some of that. So boundaries is a huge thing of learning. Right. Owner. So that's, um, kind of the downside sometimes about being, you know, on call for other people. <laughs> that makes sense. And not just your clients. It's, it's like your friends know your home too, or they know that you work for yourself. So it's like, Oh, you know, I'm having a bad day. I really could use some, some pick me up time with Melanie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But I love what you said about being excited about it and feeling like you could work way more and, and not get burnout. I mean, I think that's, yeah. That's the joy. I mean, and, and on the theme of this podcast, it's it's freedom and flexibility. And I always say like work less than 40 hours or whatever. But if you're doing something that you love and you want to work more, I mean, that's totally different than working 40 hours at a job where you kind of feel stuck or, right. you know, you don't, you're on, you're not fulfilled. So, I mean, if you love what you do and you want to work more, then it's still that freedom of you can do it when you want and how you want and yeah, as create, be as creative as you want as well. So that's huge. Congratulations on finding something like that. That just makes me so happy when everybody does. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you're awesome at it, which makes me like ready to transition into the next topic of, of you. Um, I just see you always being so generous and putting resources out in your emails and on your social media of just tips that people can take and, and finding because when you're starting a business, it's so, there's a lot, like you said, that you have to do. You have to figure out a website. You have to, Oh, I need an email system. I need all of these different systems. And it's sometimes it's just like, Oh my gosh, where do I, <laughs> where do I even start? <laughs> and so you're really good at breaking that down for people and kind of just sharing like, Hey, this is, especially like a free resource that you can use that can kind of get you going and make it seem less overwhelming. So I don't know if you like are, are willing to share any of, of those or tips just for somebody beginning on like, Oh, I have this idea for a project. Where do I even start? Yeah. So where I started with my own business, I don't recommend in <laughs> um, kind of two ways. So what I did when, of course, I researched, um, once I figured out, oh, there's this whole world of virtual assistants, online business management for people. Um, so I really got into, um, I, I network just 
that's kind of just comes natural to me. Um, and that's been really huge help. Um, but part of my networking, I found, okay, what, what physically do I need to have, you know, on my computer or um, in my office, if you will, um, in order to do this job well. And so I did the research, I found, you know, several great lists and groups, um, in particular for virtual assistants, and um, got really connected in there. But what I spent a lot of my time on was, was building out my website. Um, mm. And I thought, you know, I have enough knowledge, again, to do it, which, honestly, when you're starting out, if you have some knowledge, use it, you know. Um, yeah. Hire out what you don't know, uh, if you can, or or find some resources for that. But if you know it, go ahead and do it. But sure. just don't spend a ton of time on the things that are not going to give you the traction or, or get the sales flowing, if you will. So it's great to have something that people can go to. So everyone's going to Google, you know, once, once they get connected to you, whatever your business is, um, they're going to Google you, they're going to look you up and see, you know, just do a little bit of research um, to find out what you're about. So yeah, have something available, whether it's a Facebook page or Instagram account or LinkedIn or, you know, a simple one page website that goes a long way. Um, but you don't have to have it all, you know, built out and perfect because chances are if you're spending time on that, you're not spending time on actually marketing. And so no one's looking at it. <laughs> so, right. Right. Um, so I yeah, there's say, a lot of people who are like, this has to be absolutely perfect before I even put it out there in the world. And it's like, nah, yeah, let's put it you out there. Have something that's beautiful on brand um, and succinct, you know, you can have it just all be great. Um, but again, as you get going and you start, um, doing the business, you'll find that your branding will shift a little bit. You want to, you want to use the language that your ideal clients or customers are. Mm -hmm. are using. So you might shift things a bit anyway. So don't spend a whole ton of time on that. But what I would suggest is focusing on your marketing efforts because marketing itself will lead to the sales and yeah. then it will help you kind of move forward and, and um, you know, there's lots of stages for, for clients and customers, but I would say so, some of the free resources that, um, that I would recommend is having, having somewhere for people to land. So again, it doesn't have to be a website. It can be a Facebook page or Instagram or, or LinkedIn even, um, but have it be clear what the next step is in order to get in touch with you. Yeah. It to be the same process for anyone, wherever they come in, um, whether you are doing online networking or see someone in the store or whatever, um, that they can find you, um, have, have a little bit of knowledge and then take the next step. So having those things in place, um, would be really good. So somewhere for them to land, and the next step, which a lot of times in my business and uh, my clients is scheduling a call or having a conversation. So a clear way for people to schedule with you. Yeah. Um, and if it's as simple as, you know, maybe you have an older um, population, ideal clients to customers, having your phone number available or a business number available or, um, or having your email there so people can start getting in contact. But I would take it a step further and having a, a calendar scheduling option and Calendly and Acuity are free options for that. Um, they have 
free versions. And then, um, and of course they have paid kind of more robust, but those are two great options so that people can book time with you. Yeah. Um, and kind of start that next step. Yeah. And another thing that a lot of people spend a lot of time on, which is great, you know, both of us utilize social media as our marketing tools. Sure. Um, it's great because for the most part, it's free. But I would say spending more time on actual people to people networking, whether it's in a local group, which most of them are virtual right now, but can be in person or virtual, or if it's a national level, if, if your business can go wherever and you can work with other people. Yeah. Um, I would spend, spend my time finding those and utilizing those options. So if it's a Facebook group, you know, private group that you can network in um, and spending your time there, again, kind of free free side to um, social media, you know? Um, yeah. And there are Facebook groups for, for everything. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you've, you got into like three or four that were just specific to, to virtual assistants. Yeah. And they have thousands of members. So you, you can learn from them. And again, not to be super salesy, but just to do more research, learn from those groups. But if it's yeah. general business networking, being able to um, show up, engage, and and start connecting with people that could be potential clients or customers. Yeah, and like, and I mean, what you're and doing what you're so good at, which is like giving value that you're not charging for, you know, where it's like people can gain your trust and and then refer, you know, like they like how you interact with them and they trust you. So then, if they even know somebody else, like, hey, Melanie does this, like she's great. Yeah, perfect. I mean, we met in indie mompreneurs. I mean, so specific of Indianapolis mom entrepreneurs, indie yeah. mompreneurs. <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah, we met via, you know, networking at, at their events and and connecting and that. So, yeah, yeah, it's great, a great way to get started for sure. Yeah, and I have a whole list. Um, I think that'll I'll definitely send you the link so you can include that. Um, I have a list of free. It's just a PDF. Yeah. Uh, tools and resources that we use. And then you can check it out. Most of them are free. Um, some of them are low fee, but it's, just, you know, obviously any software there's, a you know, for every, <laughs> for every Calendly, there's acuity or something to go along with it. Yeah. I would say the only difference or one that stands alone is Google. <laughs> you know, it's kind <laughs> of all encompassing, but, um, but obviously there's even alternatives to, to what Google offers. I, I always say play around with a couple. Every every software that I know of has a free trial. At the yeah. Play around with it and see what works with your brain because some of my clients are more visual and vision oriented and they connect better with with software that for me, where I'm a checklist person, um, mm -hmm. boxes and everything, it doesn't connect as well um, with my brain. So internally we use a different system than some of my even clients do. Yeah. Yeah. So when you first started, did you get like, how did you get your very first client? So I kind of lucked out <laughs> in some ways, and this yeah. is kind of what pushed me in, in the direction of going for the business. So my official first client I was actually subcontracting. I was um, kind of the replacement or temporary um, employee, if you will, for a friend of mine who was going to go on maternity leave. 
she has her own marketing business. She actually works with me as, as in my business now too. While she was on leave, she knew for her one client, they send out two emails per week to a large list. And in the emails involved some advertising, some marketing, pulling event information together um, and a couple other things. And so um, there was that. And then they do um, for that particular company, they do program guides for families um, in that particular area. So like if, if it's summer, it's about summer camps, there's yeah. a winter guide, you know, about activities and things. So while she was gone was over the holidays and there were a couple of guides that need to be published as well. So she trained me on, you know, what to do. She knew I had the background. I did, I did that. And that was really the kind of the linchpin of saying, yeah, I want to do this full time, you know, and really go forward. So that was technically my first client. My second official bright moments client um, on my own was a landscaping company. They were looking to connect um, and do more lawn care service, mowing services in, they were near Cincinnati. And um, so I talked with them. I actually met in person, which I don't tend to do (laughs) um, anymore for people that long of a distance. But at the time, I knew it was important for me to to meet them in person and, yeah. and kind of get that going. And uh, I'll never forget the first official Bright Moments only invoice and proposal and contract was sent while I was at my son's baseball game. Ah, I did it from my phone. Sent it. We had had a great conversation. We had ironed out all the details. I literally went to the game sent the, you know, (laughs) of course at the time I didn't really, I knew the significance of it. I was excited, but now it's like, that's why I do what I do. I can be present and still take care of my business at the same time. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. What did that feel like? Just knowing, like just getting that first sale or, you know, how did they even find you? So that's a good question. (laughs) I have to think about that. How did we get connected? Oh, I know. Um, So as part of my research process, I came across Business Boutique. It's a book written by um, Christy Wright. And she's, for anyone familiar, she's on the Dave Ramsey team. Um, The guy who does the financial piece and and all that. So she had written a book and she was doing some conferences, if you will, or, or workshops and one was in Louisville. And so I had gone before I ended up going to the conference, uh, part of the package or the part of their deal is you can be part of their online community, which Mm. was separate from Facebook at the time. And it was just an online community where you could connect with people that were local or businesses or, you know, as a general population, it's all women um, in business. And so um, I connected in there and again, doing some networking, telling people what I did, you know, some of the projects I'd done in the past, which up to that point was random resumes, you know, or, or different little things. Um, yeah. And obviously my business background and what I could offer. And so, so it was a, a couple who owned the landscaping company, the, the wife was on there and we connected and she said they were looking for um, some marketing help. And also just a way to streamline their, um, oh, yeah, yeah. they, they had bookkeeping, you know, as you can imagine, they were probably doing 35, 40 lawns 
and then other landscaping projects. And so there was a lot of expenses involved and different things. So, so yeah, so we got connected that way and it was such a great feeling to know, you know, I don't have a sales background at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have the traditional like entrepreneur go out and talk to people and, and, you know, have a sales conversation and a meeting and different things. I was just so involved with business on the the end piece where I'm supporting, you know, whatever's in front of me um, and whoever walks into the office or or that, that sort of thing. So for me to be able to connect with someone and offer something that I could do easily that she was struggling with. um, And they, they were such a great couple, great business that it was just one of those, oh, I'm just providing a solution. And for a lot of, probably five, six months, I struggled with the idea of like sales. Like mm-hmm. in my mind, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm not a salesperson. Yeah. But it's a necessity, you know, um, if you're going to stay in business, you've got to do sales. When I looked back to the the success or the conversations that turned into business, then I realized, Oh, I am a salesperson. <laughs> like, it's just, it's that relationship building um, that I'm doing. And that's the part I do well. I'm, I can listen, hear what the problem is, map out the solution, and then go forward and, and do the work for them. So, well, and, and like you said, you're, you're serving them and like sales is serving and that you don't feel like when you have a, when you have a service that helps somebody with an aspect of their life or their business that they need, then it's, it doesn't feel like gross salesy. You, you see that like, oh yeah, I have this skill or the solution that they need and it's going to help them and make them so much less stressed. And it doesn't, you don't feel bad selling it to them because you know, it's, it's helping in such a huge way. And so that's like where the shift people have to make when you really believe in your service and, 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 or your product, you know, you're, you're putting it out there and making the world a better place while you do it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's so cool. Well, yeah, I appreciate so much. I mean, it, this has been, this has been awesome. I think it's so important to hear how other people got started right at the beginning and different tips on on just those first little steps that you can take and free resources and, and all of that. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and, and tips. Thank you. I'm excited to share them to more people as well. And yeah, I'm glad to, to send that download <laughs> or um, yeah. the tool. Where can we find you as well? Where, where can we find you on, on social media? So on social media, I'm on Instagram at brightmoments.online. And that's actually our website as well, brightmoments.online. And you can also find me on Facebook. Just Bright Moments is the name for the business page. Um, Or, you know, Melanie Albright (laughs) for personal. And yeah, we try and share, um, you know, the same things like tips. I, I don't like to call them hacks, but you know, yeah. Things that, that people could use in a ge- general business sense. And anytime that I find some really cool resources from others that are doing similar work or, you know, just businesses that I aspire to um, share that information as well. And of course, a dose of inspiration, because as an entrepreneur, you know, it's a roller coaster ride. For <laughs> sure. 
for sure. Um, we all need that lift every once in a while. Well, thank you. I appreciate the energy and work that you put out in the world so much. Oh, thank you so much. I'm very excited to uh, be part of this. And, and I think this podcast is, is just amazing. And um, I know a lot of people will, will benefit from all the interviews that you've done. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. If anything in the show is resonating with you, please share and leave a rating and review so other people can find the show. You can find any links mentioned in the show notes at accountabilitybuddyforhire.com in the podcast section. And I would absolutely love to connect with you personally. Reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at accountabilitybuddyforhire and let me know what questions or thoughts you have about creating your life of freedom and flexibility. And please join our Facebook group. Just search the Pretty Sure We Can Do Better podcast. I want us to create a community to share resources and support each other on our journeys. Thanks for being you and wanting more for your life. And I'll see you next week.